Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Our conversation with Doc Rivers is sponsored by ARS Restoration Specialist. If you're a property or facilities manager or an insurance pro, make sure you have a disaster game plan in place at arsserve.com. And by Sal's Pizza. If you're going to carry out, why not pick up the biggest, freshest, tastiest pizza around? Sal's Pizza. Now that's a slice. Good morning, Doc Rivers. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Good. We're doing well. Jerry and I were saying this morning, I wish the Celtics were playing tonight. I want to see game three tonight, not Friday night. Are you on board with that, or do you like this extra day of rest for your team? Well, I'm on board with that as far as me, but as far as my team, I take the extra day. Well, you're not- uh, you, so you're right. I mean, it, it feels like an eternity. It does. Uh, but for our team, I think it's good, uh, for Kevin and Paul uh, especially. You know what else we're saying, Doc? And see, tell me if you agree with us that you won the whole series when you won Game Two. That, that's all you—you you, you <laughs> yeah, beat them well, on their court without Rondo. It's I'm, I'm over. I'm not going to agree with that, uh, but uh, it was a big win for us. Obviously, uh, coming back home and you know having the chance. But they're a difficult team. I mean, they just—they—they—they they, they create so many matchup problems for us uh, athletically. And you know, it's a make-miss league. And when they start making shots, you know, in Game One, Josh Smith made the jump shot. Mm. Uh, it's really hard to, to deal with. How does the conversation go between you and Paul Pierce at shoot-around when you make it clear to him that this is on his shoulders tonight for game number two? How does that dynamic work between well, you know, player and coach? I don't always just come out and say it. Uh, you know, Paul knew it because we ran, uh, we changed about four sets. All four sets were all Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, and shoot-around, uh, and, and in the practice, you know, we went through our skeleton offense, and we went through ten plays, and they were all Paul. Um, so I didn't think I had to say a lot, you know, when you do that, right. um, it's clear where the ball was going. You know, when I, whenever I do something like that, I think it's more important that the other four know what the coach's thought is and that Paul, sure. uh, Paul knows anyway, you know, he's, he's thinking, wow, this place for me, that place for me, this is nice. Yeah. You know, um, like the old days, <laughs> exactly. I just thought it was really important that we worked on all the spacing. So and everyone else knew it. The great part about Avery uh, is Avery understands, like, who he is and, and what he does for our team. And, you know, he doesn't really want to handle the ball too much. You know, he knows what he can and can't do. Right. So he he embraced it uh, wholeheartedly, and so it was easy to do. Hey, not that one play sets the tone and tenor of a game, but if that were the case, that opening tap where ta- uh, Paul grabbed it, took it as fast as he could, willed himself to get that first bucket, almost sent a message to his teammates, we're not going to start slowly like we did in game number one. Yeah, if it didn't send a message to a team, it sent it to him. Yes. You know, because, you know, it's funny, Paul rarely talks about having a bad game. I thought that was interesting in between game one and two. Um, he basically said, I have to play better. Um, you know, and, you know, I didn't, you know, I, I'm telling our staff, I wasn't sure what that was going to uh, translate into because I'd never seen him. He didn't do that very often. You know, you used to talk, we've talked to you many times, Doc, about hero shots, and usually that means, uh, you know, you lost and you took some dumb shots. In this case, he took hero shots 
they went in and you needed them. I, I, it just, we had to let them be free. Yeah. You know, and I really want them to be that when everybody's on the floor, too. Paul's our best score. And that, that is something you always struggle with when you have so many other scores. You know, when Ray's playing and Rondo and Kevin, uh, you still got to play through your best score. And I think we do that well at times, and I think we struggle with that at times as a team. You know, we just talked to Tim Legler, and he, he obviously he was singing the praises of Paul, and he talked about his you know ability to – he covered him back in the day, and he said, you know, he could slash, he could shoot. He Legler could, covered nobody. <laughs> he, he tried to cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's better. That's but better. but he, he said the – one the last thing he said about Paul, the last attribute he listed was he likes pressure. And it seems to me you got a few of those guys, Doc, which makes which gives Celtics fans, you know, hope at this time of year because they kind of like the way that when the whole in- level of intensity gets ramped up and the pressure's on. I'm not sure the Hawks do, but you guys do. Yeah, and I don't, you know, I I don't know if we like it or they like it. Uh, they embrace it. You know, it doesn't bother them. I think maybe another way. Uh, you know, they they you know, and you may be right. In some ways, it looks like they enjoy it at times. Just. This team, I mean, you know, listen, I don't know how good we are or what we're going to do, but they do, you know, they we do dumb things at times and gets us in trouble, and then we tend to play well when that happens. It's just an interesting group of guys. Now, Doc, the widely held belief around here is that Rajon Rondo is going to play his butt off tonight, if for no other reason than to pay his teammates back for pulling his butt out of the fire when he didn't play in game number two. What do you expect out of Rondo tonight? Well, I, I hope so. You know, uh, I don't want him to try to do too much, you know, and try to force himself on the game. Just let it come to him. I was really happy, uh, you know, after, uh, you know, the game won, we, we basically stated to him, we're going to get your back. And, you know, that's what you should say, but that doesn't mean you're always doing it and it happened. Uh, but I was really happy going on to the bus. Rhonda was staying outside the bus door waiting for every teammate and to shake their hand and said thank you. Where, where did he watch the game from? Uh, you know, I don't know. I never asked him that. Um, uh, but he had a car take him over. He still couldn't come in the arena, so he had to wait outside by the bus. Hmm. Um, and But it was really cool to see him do that. Um, I mean, he waited there for each guy and just shook their hand and said thank you. And you could tell he was really emotional about it. So it was, it was really nice. You know, things, you know, adversity sometimes bond and, and, and make your team continue to grow. Uh, and I think we've had a lot of that this year, so uh, it's been good. I don't know if you'll share this with us, but after game number one and Rondo got tossed and you knew probably there'd be a suspension. And you hung your head. Were, were, were you and his teammates upset with him, disappointed with him? Did anybody say anything to him? How does, how does that work in the locker room when you know your point guard ain't playing game number two probably? Well, number one, you protect him. Uh, number two, you, you, you talk to him and just try to get him to understand, you know, can't do it, number one, and go talk about it. You know, players, uh, you know, more in this this day and time tend not to want to talk when things happen bad. And I try to always get my guys to do the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Go and go and talk, get it over with, uh, you know, say you're sorry and let's move on. And, and we're probably not going to have you <laughs> the next game. Are you convinced that that is, has been a teaching moment for Rondo, a part of his growth and development? I think anything like that has to be, uh, you know, that doesn't mean it teaches them the point uh, where he'll never do it again. He's an emotional kid. He really is. Uh, but I think each time you do it, uh, it, it helps the next time that you may not do it. You called him with us uh, this season. You called him the smartest player in the NBA, Doc. Yeah. How, how does he do something so dumb? You get emotional, you know, um, and that's a fact. You know, it's, it's a 
you know, you can be smart as heck, and when you lose your composure and you get emotional, um, the, the overflow, it's uh, it takes over, and, and that happens. And, you know, it's uh, athletics is a different breed. I, I always tell people um, I'm a lot smarter when I'm walking around than when I'm actively involved in, in a sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it happens. Do you worry about Ronda when, you know, Kevin's gone, Ray's gone, uh, Paul's gone, and he's the man. He's the, you know the, your leader of this team. Is will he be able to handle that emotionally? Well, I hope so. I don't know, honestly. I don't worry about it right now. I can tell you that. But uh, that is something uh, in the future that uh, Rondo's growth uh, will be important, uh, and especially because you know he, he is emotional and, that, and his intensity is great. Uh, but when you're the best player on the team, when when and, and at time he may be the only one. Uh, he has to have that understanding that no matter what happens, the one guy we can't lose is you. Um, and so, yeah, you know, that is something that uh, he'll have to understand further uh, and better uh, as the years go on. Hey, Doc, you said when you walk around, you're a lot smarter than when you're actively involved. Do you feel smart today having rested your players and not really gone, you know, pedal to the metal to get the home court advantage, and now you have the home court advantage and you have rested players? Yeah, but I didn't do it because I was smart. Uh, I did it because I had no choice. You know, I was. it's funny, Rick's on the GM of the Hawks. We were talking after the game, and, you know, we were talking about that, and, and he said, you had to do that, didn't you? I said, yeah, we just came off 11 and 15. Mm-hmm. It, it was like I had no choice. And that was what I was upset by, that uh, our schedule forced an action. And I don't think that should ever happen, but it did. And, and that action cost us maybe. I don't know if we would have won the game or not. We still would have had to win that game with our guys. Right. But it cost us to lose home court. And I just thought that uh, your schedule should never cause an action that a coach has to sit guys. And I thought this season it did it a lot to guys. It did it to us at the worst time. Uh, so it wasn't really smart. It was, I mean, I honestly had no choice. When you looked at the way Kevin and Paul were running those last two games, um, I'm thinking injury. And I'm not going to – I knew that. Right. We couldn't have that. Is uh, Speaking of injury, do, we, uh, do you expect to see Ray Allen in uniform on the court tomorrow night? Well, I'm going to say yes because I've said maybe, and that hasn't worked. <laughs> I have no other reason for saying yes. Uh, he rode a bike yesterday, <laughs> you, you know, um, uh, but I, it's frustrating for Ray. I will say that, um, he's doing everything he can. He, he, uh, before the Atlanta game, the day before he went really hard and looked great. And then we found out, well, that's, that was stupid on our part because then the next day he couldn't walk. So, um, you know, it's a tough one. Uh, right now I do think he wants to play. Uh, having said, wanting and doing is two different things, and we'll find that out tomorrow or uh, uh, Friday. This, this is certainly no news bulletin, but I, I guess you'd like to get this over with as quickly as possible and then watch Chicago and Philadelphia pound the heck out of each other. Well, yeah, and they probably both teams feel the same way. We just want to win the series, and if it's quick, it'd be great. Uh, if it's seven games, it'll be great. The, the key is advancing. Obviously, with us, the quicker our team does anything uh, and there's rest involved, right. uh, it's to our advantage. Uh, this is the one team in the playoffs over probably all of them. Maybe you know, San Antonio is actually a young team except for Tim. Uh, this, our team is the one team that rest is clearly uh, going to benefit and, and no rest is going to hurt us. There's no doubt. Our recovery, it's the one thing I have found with this group uh, with age it's not the minutes, it's the recovery time. Uh, we don't recover very well, and so that's where days off are big for us. 
Doc, we've seen Flip Saunders uh, in the crowd taking notes and, uh, and and doing his job, I guess, for you. Mm-hmm. Have you done that before in seasons past? Yeah, and, I've done I, it every year. A lot of times, um, most of the times, the guys uh, don't travel with me. I've even done it with active coaches who, who are friends of mine, and, and they just send notes. Uh, a lot of coaches do it. Um, Flip, you know, obviously is not working right now, so it's been it's great for him. Uh, it's great for us. It's great having another voice and another eyes. And in this case, it's great because he actually coached Kevin uh, for a long time, and so it was easier to have him around because Kevin has some trust in him. And you know, that's where you have to be careful bringing new people around because of your players like Kevin. They don't trust <laughs> a lot of other people. So, so he, he rides on the plane with you guys. Do you just have to buy his meals? I mean, how does that work? Yeah, I mean, uh, you pay for his hotel rooms and uh, you buy his meals. And, uh, you know, it's funny. He, he's a coach. Flip is just a coach. It's funny. He had the opportunity to sit in the studio and do the ESPN and Turner stuff, and I called him, and he said, well, I'm doing that. I, really? I want to I be in the game and travel. This is great. So All right. uh, it's been fun. What Does is, Larry what Drew te- mind? Hmm? Does Larry Drew mind? Does he? I mean, if I were, I were Larry Drew, I'd look over and say, what did I do to you? You know, why are you, you know, you're not, you're not coach. Why are you helping him? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, he, he may mind. I don't care. <laughs> I, I'll say that. Uh, but I'm sure Larry has someone too, you know. Uh, but most coaches do it. Uh, a lot of them do it behind the scenes because uh, most coaches can't travel with you. Uh, we just have the luxury of him being able to do it. When you brought him in, what did you tell him you wanted him to provide for you? Just be eyes. Yeah. You know, um, you know, write notes. Uh, you know, if you see something, tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I give him, uh, like, before each game, I give him certain assignments to watch. You know, um, you know, in game one, I, I had him watch how they were going to help off for Avery and Rondo. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's exactly what they did. And we didn't handle it very well. You know, and, you know uh, so things like that. Uh, now it's time for the Mercedes-Benz question for the coach. Our question today is brought to you by your local Boston area, Mercedes-Benz dealers, and the complete lineup of Mercedes-Benz 4Matic, all-wheel drive vehicles, visit mbusa.com to schedule a test drive today. With all the talk in the National Football League about concussions, the passing of Junior Seau, many think that might be linked to uh, to what happened to him. Are concussions a concern in the NBA, Doc Rivers? It is. Um, you know, we have the baseline test now that, you know, you remember with, uh, with MP, with Beatrice. <clears throat> um, you know, we don't have as many, uh, but we do have them. And, uh, you know, I think last yesterday, guys, I mean, you, you guys are sports fans, and that was just a sad day. Yeah. It, it really was. And uh, to watch Junior Seau's mom, um, I couldn't watch it. I mean, that was, that's, that's as bad as it gets. Yeah. Were you concussed as a player? I was. Uh, Who concussed you? Know, you? Uh, Elijah one. <clears throat> got me once. I'll tell you a true story quickly. Um, I got knocked out by Elijah one, and my grandmother – uh, who was Jim Brewer's mother, uh, actually called David Stern, and, and she wanted him deported. <laughs> and I never knew that. David Stern told me that years later. That's pretty funny. That's deported. funny. Deported. Yeah. yeah, he wanted him. She wanted him out of the country. Out of the country. Out of the country. The criminal that he is. <laughs> exactly. Doc, thanks for the conversation. Good luck tomorrow night. Oh, thanks, guys. Doc Rivers with Dennison Callahan, sponsored by ARS Restoration Specialist. If you're a property or facilities manager or an insurance pro, make sure you have a disaster game plan in place at arsserve.com and by Sal's Pizza. If you're going to carry out, why not pick up the biggest, freshest, tastiest pizza around, Sal's Pizza.
pizza. Now that's a slice. Your takeaway from that conversation, the most important thing you thought or, or interesting thing you. Rondo waiting at the bus. Absolutely. Shaking uh, everybody's absolutely hand. Saying, thank you very much. He couldn't have watched the game in the hotel unless it was close. I mean, he must I'll have. probably is close. It is. Uh, if it's the hotel, I think it is. It's I mean, close. I mean, it have to be real close. It's walkable. <laughs> you have to run. I mean, he yeah. made it there, and by the time they made it to the bus, I guess he could have watched it on the bus. He could have watched it, you know, anywhere. He said but he took a car to the to the it, arena. Oh, and that's stayed right. Outside. He had a car waiting, and uh, clearly motivated, clearly yes. determined to make it up to the. Are guys. we a little more sure he's going to play his ass off yes. tonight? Yes, yes. yes. Ted tomorrow, tomorrow. Johnson, you Dino, tomorrow. tomorrow night. Did I say tonight? Yes. That's yes. just wishful thinking. Ted Johnson, former Patriot linebacker, joins us next. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.